I get so many gaming suggestions. Yeah. Now oh my god. On my on my YouTube. It's 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 funny, dude. Again, let me also just take this moment to point out how dead and buried any sort of subscription-based feed is on anything anymore. Oh, yes, like absolutely. Who who you actually followed on purpose, who you really want to see, who you don't give a shit about. Yeah. Like there, You're never allowed it, to cultivate it, it, anything ever again. Like, oh, it, my God, it's, it's all handed over. Right. It's wild. <laughs> they take I'm, recommendations in the same way that, like, a DJ would take requests from a drunk girl. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, play Mambo number five. It's like, okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to try here. Hold on. You might like this. <laughs> Can I let, let me finish my set. Let me do a couple songs. Let me see if you get into this. Right. We paid you to be here and play <laughs> us music. Yeah. It's funny. It's weird to, you know, again, I know we've, I'm some, some point I'm sure it's come up on the show, but, um, how weirdly different of a universe it was when like, I guess in a certain ex- extent, I remember there being like a front page of YouTube, similar to how there was with Newgrounds, how there is with Newgrounds, mm-hmm. um, where it was it was like, you know, like curated, hey, here's some good things from users that, you know, and you would get put on the front page when you just typed in Yeah, YouTube. every com. once in a while, hey, here's chocolate rain for every single video. Right, right. Um, and then that that disappeared too. It's I, I don't, I, I wish I could remember what my reaction was to when... I noticed this because I well, maybe the, they did the it so geniusly. Yeah, it's, that's it's true. Became, right, that was when, when it was. It's when it became an ar- their video arm, um, and yeah. and and I think that like a big big part of the the frustration with YouTube and like with the brand of YouTube is that people still feel like they're dealing with YouTube the entity and not just like Google mm-hmm. Video. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> which which they more or less have been for the last ten years. Um, like there's no real human element behind it anymore. I find that very odd. Yeah, yeah. Um, who's like who's yeah. the face and you're of right you, that, YouTube? Who's that the, definitely that let it get hidden as well because it was like that was such a massive, just structural. The look of it was different. It connected to your email. You had to connect this and that and that and this. And then that anything that they changed that was like in the fabric of the experience, I think, kind of slipped past us because we were mm-hmm. like, ah, what is what is that? I don't like how it looks. <laughs> Ah, they put my ah, I gotta log in them. Dude, ICE to to this day, the Gmail situation is just a fucking nightmare. It's right. it's ridiculous the way that because I started situation. my YouTube channel with, I started it with a Yahoo email address. Okay. Which Google understood and didn't get rid of. It didn't make me it didn't like say change your email address to this one central thing. It was like you now have a Google or like a YouTube Google account using your Yahoo email as the login, hmm. but it's through Google, like on my Google page. Yes. It it says, you know, email at, at yahoo.com. And I'm like, oh, this is an, this is not what they wanted this to yeah, be. This is, <laughs> like who, There's no way who, that no, someone's not going to get confused by this in six years time. And then I'm locked out of all of this forever. Dude. And, and now like, you know, having like a job email that's also a Gmail thing. Like, right. It's just, it's bizarre. I, I guess it's like in the, for the most part, it works. You just click the different thing. But well, Christ. But that's the most bizarre thing about like Monopoly is, is that like you own everything and somehow it all doesn't, yeah. It's, it, the, the strangest thing is that there's like a boot and like a dog. What do these things have in yeah, common? Yeah, what's that boot? How'd that boot open up a bank account? Come on. Uh, very strange. The thimble, I understand. <laughs> 
Um, no, I mean, I like. I just you, like to you think it's all the, the Toy Story characters hiding inside it, like in that, you know, when they're crossing the street, you know? It's like Buzz Lightyear in the boot. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Continue your fucking okay. thing. Like, I was just make say a real the, the point. funny, the funky thing about Monopoly is that like it's weird how um, when when they have like all of the parts that they're not inclined to make them talk together better. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just right. feel, I feel like the process is is you know and that's one of those things too. I'm sure that there's just because so much not need to be. tangled. I, yeah. I would assume that there's so much about it that we just don't even friggin' understand That's that true. it's like a miracle that it works as much as this does. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. But I mean, you know, where it's it's like it's, you have it's no the old idea. it's the old it's the old rubber hammer adage from Reasonable Beef that I think you yeah. you invented. Yes. Where if you have a hammer and you're smacking yeah. the hammer and then all of a sudden the hammer goes to the left, it just bends yeah. to the left for no particular reason. You're, like, you're frustrated because your tool. That you have come to rely upon is not functional. Folks. Yeah. Well, so here's something that's great about uh, Monopoly, because we just get the the Marvel... Uh, uh, I mean, I, how, how often... <laughs> How often do we have to to dance around this imagery before it becomes our reality? But the tubes plug directly into our mind and, and neck yeah. uh, that just pump Marvel content in because it will just it's just yeah. gonna keep going. Um I've really been enjoying these these television series. Uh and this is our I guess our this should be our midway point for for Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, a little more because I think we we're gonna do talk about fourth ep, but this will be like before Wait, is this one only six? Know. Yes, okay. it's only six. So this is before the penultimate an extra limited series a limited limited yeah. penultimate series um so there's a, there's a lot to take in here because i i don't really think that anything happened until this one and i know that that's extremely that's extremely dismissive to say that like oh absolutely absolutely nothing happened but i think that this is the first step and this is a a a symptom from one. from Wanda as well, yeah, the fourth episode, which is the latest one that just aired on Friday, April the ninth, um, where the oh, the, the date, picture the date we've done the picture of of what's happening does not come into view until like three or four episodes in of like what what the show is like really really trying to get up to, um, and I think that that's a problem, and it's also like a uh, it, it it it's a problem in so far as that it's still episodic television, but. I think that as we kind of talked about with WandaVision, this kind of shit is, uh, and, and I guess along with, with Snyder Cut, weirdly enough, as like a funny companion piece, this is the kind of stuff where it's like starting to elevate the concept of television and kind of like buck off what it has to be at all, right? Buck off! Like it's no longer dictated by its uh, by its um, form, rather entirely by its function. Hey, buck off, buddy. Know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do know what you're saying. I a little bit disagree that nothing happened. I think that for me, the I think I'm being a little less uh, scrutinous about this because, uh, weirdly, I am unbothered by having not really known what it was like, quote unquote, up to mm-hmm. until I mean, and even that I don't think is fair. I think it's setting up a lot of questions about what does it mean, you know. What does it mean to be Captain America right now, truly and contextually in the world? Right. Like they're they're not shying away from being like, yeah, you got there, there's the fucking American flag is on every part of your costume. What does that mean right now? Um, 
And I, you know, listen, however far into that, they're going to go up for grabs, right? But they're certainly, they're certainly grappling with it. But I would say more of the success, less than that stuff, which is very, um, there's, that's certainly an ostensible part of it and a part of the pitch and part of the pilot. But I think mainly what this is interested in is being um, a sequel to Avengers Endgame more than any of the other things have been kind of so far. I know that like Spider-Man was, uh, you know, it was about the Tony Stark is gone. He's dead. But even that, I mean, they they kind of just he's on vacation, man. And I guess this takes place before then. So theoretically, the world gets a little more back to normal Mm -hmm. by the summer after this shit goes down. But like, yeah. it to me is working because I do it's, feel yes, like it's compartmentalized both character sure. wise and and even just truly plot wise. I know it's like maybe you know there hasn't been true confrontations yet, but I do feel like it is more linear than most of these things have been. Even down to some of the movies, I think this is just very. It's very much like we are going to now begin our steps forward in the story of this world. I, yes. Here's a thing that's going mm-hmm. on, you know, and um. Where I'm with you is that it was until this episode, the fourth episode, that I actually kind of understood what Carly and and their like what their mission is, or even what the fuck happened. To be honest, because they kept talking about like you know the re- the what is it called the the uh, relocation agency or whatever. Sure. Um, that I didn't understand until this episode. Right. Because to me, this was the first episode where they put it into the terms of like, oh, I see. When everyone disappeared, people moved to better places and better cities or just to somewhere where there was more space and then everybody came back so they were kicked out again i did not understand that until she said it this episode right. i was like oh that's i get that that's what make me mad too like but it, i felt like until now maybe i just kind of missed it because there was just a lot you know a little no, bit a lot going on of like all the elements they were introducing but yeah i don't think so i think we kind of understood that like they, they were some kind of pseudo refugees um, from after the blip, right. but we didn't understand like what that looked like economically. Like, uh, so that's something I find yes. very interesting about the I, series is that like people mock that first episode of uh, what well, you really we're gonna watch Falcon get denied a bank loan. It's like fuck yeah, we are. <laughs> that's great. That's like great commentary right. of like hey, what's up with the world? What's the reality of like finance? <laughs> and like, and there's also commentary. You know, there's commentary on race in there, and and it's it's not it's totally. not exactly one to one with with our um with our world. But I think that actually gives them a, a little bit more breathing room to kind of take bigger swings. Uh, For at, better at or worse, you know, I issues. gave totally, and and I gave the Snyder Cut. I think plenty of credit in the last uh-huh. one about like being interested. In and and the extended Batman vs Superman and to be fair Man of Steel they're all interested in being like imagine if this really happened on planet Earth imagine then huge and I think that those movies are a little more interested in the larger implications of what does that do to faith and you know I think that's kind of it really that's kind of the basis of those movies is what does that do when mortals are faced with like oh there are gods and very strong people who come from other worlds um, the the Marvel movies you know, credit where it's due, they, they have historically been interested in the, uh, consequences. Every movie, I mean, you think about Iron Man 2, one of the first things that happens in that movie is he's in fucking court. He's on live television. Yeah, like, exactly. Yes, and, and it's funny that that's, because I believe that that's extremely true, and it's, it's 
it's proven that that's true, but there is it not to ignore. There is a larger Marvel problem we talk about all the time, which is actually like, I would say long-term actual consequence, if that makes sense. There's a lot of reckoning. There's a lot of like sorting of threads that happen in the sequels. There's a lot of like, well, yeah, you can't keep blowing buildings up and yeah, you can't do this and do that. There's going to be, you know, repercussions all across the board, but it is funny. Like, we're we're probably right now in the first big like everything's different in this in this world now like Endgame did make an impact. I feel like the world we've seen even just in this show so far has been it's felt kind of fucking bleak and weird, and it does a little bit feel like they've come out of you know f- for lack of a better comparison like it feels like us kind of inching out of the pandemic right now a little bit. You know right. what I mean? Where it's like. Everything's weird. It feels weird when they're out in these cities. It's like there's just a weird vibe, and I I don't know how on purpose that is. I don't know how much I that mean, is. There's a no way of the actual pandemic, yeah. like like filming. I mean that in like a true nitty gritty way of them making the show. I don't know if like something is slipping through by like my brain just isn't seeing as many crowds or right. something in the show. So like perhaps I'm tuning in on that. But like I guess my my point being I. Um, I like that this is furthering that that agenda that I think these movies have. It is crazy. I mean, you, like they they kind of every step of the way. Iron Man three, it's the it was like right after the Avengers. Dude's got PTSD from going through a portal in space. You know, like yeah. cool, cool. Yeah, you know, it's and they they are interested in that stuff character wise. You know, I, I think it's very. I mean, um, also to to their uh, you know, to their the opposite of credit or to the, to the, op- to the opposite of a good thing. Um, it, because uh-huh. you know, a lot of, a lot of people get on them about needing to, to follow up and, and honestly like follow up on every thread. And, and I get how they think that the MCU stuff might, might be busy, but I do think that it just gives the whole thing a forward momentum that might be the key to its, its success. It's like, it's not necessarily maybe the interconnectivity of everything, but the fact that, you know, like each event kind of, propels the whole thing forward in a way that um at least for yeah. a time feels like it matters so i i, I totally i hear it's what you're saying about thing too like uh lasting consequence it, it, okay. and that's always there's always i i feel like you know there's a better and worse about that as well because i think there was this episode actually when it did occur to me and this is just a problem these movies are going to have now for the rest of them making them when falcon and winter soldier are kind of like I understand that these these are still high stakes and there is still a lot going on, but there was something about like when they get in the fight and Falcon's like, I'll be right back. And he shoots off into the sky. I was like, these guys like a month ago were dealing with fucking aliens, man. (laughs) Like, and and their house got blown up and like, yeah, are, is this really like? Are they stressed about this? Because well, yeah, because I because a second ago the dude uh, who was able to recreate or restructure the fabric of reality they they just fucking put him in a grave. So I don't know, man. Yeah, I think that that's like I think that's something that's interesting about it is that they kind of all have the same level of threat to the characters' world, right? Like, there's essentially no difference between the Thanos yeah. snap. And super soldier serum escaping. Like it, they're both fundamental, extreme dangerous changes to like a street level um Marvel characters Marvel characters world. Totally. Uh, yeah. 
And it, you're right. It's always been but that I, way. I, I, I don't even mean that as a negative. I just meant that it, I, I, I clocked it for some reason in yeah. this episode, maybe because it started being a little action-y, like the conflict really ramped up. Well, what I've, I really like that the conflict is wrapping up because it, it requires the writers to really think about ways to make Falcon hit people. Right. Because he can't he can't punch and crunch. Right. Yeah. Everybody else does punch and crunch. Everyone else has superpowers. What do we have him do? What do we what do we have him turn around and do like a little fart attack where like he shoots his, <laughs> his heat? I'm waiting Dude, for the edit. I Make it happen. Literally, I wish that I was on a different wavelength than you. But I I similarly kind of chuckled when Did he the, like the turn it. turns around and fart blasts. Yep. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Or you know, like the close the, the clotheslines with the wing, like it's all it's all very um, yeah. It deserves a little bit more credit than you know Bucky, who is a super soldier with with a with a metal arm, you know, which is man, cool. I, but I also love that this one is it is talking about exactly what we have historically talked about in reference to Falcon and Black Widow and you know fucking Hawkeye. Any of the people who were just even this fucking new Captain America, like when they introduce these things, my first thought is like, yeah. how, how, like, like you get punched once by one of those superpower people, fucking broken bones for sure, one hundred percent broken bones. If something hits you hard enough in your center of your chest to send you careening backwards into right. a wall, I promise you, you broke yeah. something. Like it wasn't like an even push that got you. It's like a single small yeah, fist comic- just cracked you right in the <laughs> well, sternum. Well, comics get around this with like peak physical conditioning, right? Where your guy uh-huh. who is like as strong as like, and and they kind of do that with with John Walker in this. It's as strong right? as a man. As a, he's like, hey, this yeah, guy right. can do the shit with a shield, no problem. He doesn't even need the super soldier serum. Um, but I I was thinking about it when when Battlestar gets punched in the chest. I'm like, why was that dude even there yeah, at man. all? Like, yeah, just with like a sidearm, he just had a handgun, yeah. and that's all. Why was he even there at all? And I'm wondering, you know, it's just. Um, but I mean, yeah. we'll get to that moment. Let's let's start. Let's go back a little bit. Um, new cap. Wyatt Russell. Kurt Russell's son. Got a huge mm. chin. Extra chin meat. Well, let me tell you why it's Russell. Yeah. Um, because his son is Kurt or his dad is Kurt. Folks. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, he's, he's Wyatt fine. Russell. <laughs> because Kurt. <laughs> I like it. Um, you see what I was getting at? I don't no, know. No, no, I wasn't no, clear. No, 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 no. Listen, honey. I think he did a great job. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no he's good he's very good okay. uh i i there there, there has, yeah, there has yeah, been a, yeah. a deluge of uh famous actors sons uh kind of being uh jammed down my throat uh randy quaid's son is on the boys um like the main guy mm-hmm. in the boys and uh uh Say Randy yeah. Quaid, or uh, I'm sorry, Dennis Qu- Dennis Quaid. His name? <laughs> I don't. Dan- Randy Dennis Randy Qu- Qu- Randy Quaid's Randy son. Qu- Randy Quaid's son Randy? is a boy. That's uh, <laughs> that's all I know about. <laughs> that's all I know about that. Um, yeah, Dennis Quaid. Uh, uh, um, uh, and then uh, also oh, Denzel's son was on the cover of, of, of Rolling Stone. It just seems yeah. to be. It just seems to be a theme. Eastwood yeah, yeah. son. Eastwood, the what's handsome his name? Eastwood. <laughs> yeah, yep. I think that's gorgeous. It. Yeah, gorgeous George. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think I immediately like bristle when I see that just be, I guess for my own, my own prejudice, but I, I, yeah, I, I and, get and, and like, it, it makes me read his scenes as like, Oh, he's just kind of being a little corny, but I mean, I guess that's the character. He's uh he, you're kind of supposed to It was funny when him. they, when they introduced him, when they introduced him too, I was like, Oh, this is interesting. Cause they're kind of trying at least up front, like in this first scene, you were kind of like, Oh, he's not an asshole, I guess. Yeah, you he's know, got he's like a wife. Whatever. He's like, but then that's 
Right, and then that's kind of part of it. And I saw like you know some things that were that was very smartly putting out. Um, or was it? Sorry, I just completely lost my train of thought. But I was reading something that was kind of pointing out that like he is a perfect prime example of like the the like white guy who gets things and doesn't question it thing and like he was perfectly nice in accepting it and perfectly understood the weight of it all and blah blah blah. but he didn't doubt that he like should have it or should do that or you know and 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 the second he has in the show when it becomes like right he's getting angry about it when he's starting to doubt if he can do what he can do it's not so much like oh you know maybe i wasn't the right guy for this it's like yeah. Shit. This isn't. This isn't fair. You know. I don't know if I. And it I was funny if, though when they sorry. introduced him. Sorry, I was gonna say when they introduced him, I was like, "This is interesting." They're trying to play it very. He's trying to be nice. They're the show is trying to be like, "Look, isn't he kind of?" And look, he's on TV. He's kind of charming. He's not being a jerk. You know, it's weird that they've picked him, but he's trying to be nice. Right. And then it was like the second episode he was in. He was like, "I'm fucking yeah. Captain America. <laughs> you are shut. The, you are suck my dick." <laughs> I was like. Oh shit! That went Bitch. out the way. <laughs> you know who I am. Yeah. Like okay. <laughs> yeah. No, dude. I I know exactly what you're talking about. I and I think that I think that's very. I'm very uh, kind of annoyed by that. I, I think that both both of the secondary both of the villains I think are very um, uh, un unsupported here uh, because I I feel exactly the same way. I just don't think that his arc tracks because that first episode they spent a lot of time like humanize or I'm sorry the second episode they spent a lot of time humanizing him like hey here's just a dude yeah, like first he's he a, he, like yeah. you may not like him but he's here and he he means well and then it, it really does just like a, it's a sharp change and I would understand it a lot more if it was and, like he's desperate because he feels like he's not living up to this and it's like but I, I, it all we get is just like a couple scenes where he's just like ah we don't have any leads well let's just let's just see what Bucky also, gets up to and it's like. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then he shows up and is more pissed. I just don't, I don't think it tracks. I, I will say, uh, again, to give credit where credit is due, I do think, like, again, I'm being reductive, but because I had that reaction. And to be fair, I wouldn't put it, I don't think that's like an accident. I don't think this is like necessarily, that's not a plot hole or a dropped thread character wise. I think it's supposed to a little bit be yeah. that. Or it's like, look at, like, he snapped. Look, look how polite that is sure. of the guy who thinks he deserves this. And he's going to be nice and polite and humble and, like, you know, say, oh, how could I be anything like Captain America? But the second he's talking with, with, Falcon and Bucky, he's condescending. He's like, I know, I know you don't like this, but I am right. your boss, you know? I am Mr. America. And that's, you're supposed, I think you're supposed to start being like, oh, icky. Okay. That's getting a little right. crunchy there. And then when he, when he starts being like full on a brat and he's being indignant about everything and bursting into rooms, I think he does a good job. I think they're doing a good job with his, his like, brand of unlikability because it was it was especially in this most recent episode i was really tuned in on like yeah this is so like i this for me i'm not even like a captain america fan but you are like shit dude i get that you're like you know he's a good soldier and and it's they keep putting him in these situations where you're like legally i get it i mean it's the fucking even in in, to be fair in civil war i wasn't like fully on captain america's side i was kind of like dude you did you did like you your team was directly responsible for the robot that lifted a city into the sky so like maybe a little bit you guys got (laughs) well can i I, I do do want to speak on that a little bit and i and i think that that's that's a key to some the uh, the genius that's the mcu because we kind of touched on that um 
a few weeks ago about them going like, hey, you, you know, the, these problems are reflective in our world, but they're they're not exactly our, our real world problems. So like the Cap Iron Man mm-hmm. argument, any reasonable person should be on Team Iron Man of like, yes, of course we regulate superhuman people. But when uh-huh. you have the knowledge, like the foreknowledge that the government regulati- regulative body is, first of all, Hydra. And absolutely that, uh, like, Steve Rogers right. is correct in this element and that, like, if handed over to the government, this will go very poorly. Then it becomes like, you know, it's 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 a different yeah. story. And that's that's the whole superhero thing. Right. It's like the idea of the Uberman is that, like, yeah, most likely he would be corrupted. But like, let's it, now we know that these characters are great people. So we, we can like them. Actually, we don't have to fear them and loathe them. We yeah. can like them. That's like, you know, that's that's kind of the, the counterpoint to what Zemo is saying in, throughout this whole thing. Of like you know we have to yeah. we have to kill these people because it's unknown like, and, he, and Sam is going it is known actually everybody's there, there's good people yeah I liked that he stomped the vials yeah because I doubted it for a second I was like ah oh, they gonna give Zemo powers man and then nah he really stuck to it <laughs> I was oh, like yeah. all right I respect that storytelling I like that very funny um, bit of he's good he's gonna do gonna the head say, tilt thing. I will say and he corrects very oh, funny yeah. classic MCU style soy banter that I just really love. Not even joking. Very funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I will say on the episode that they got to him, I guess it was the last one mm-hmm. or the one before when they broke him out. I guess it was the last one. Yeah. Um, you know, the reveal of like, you know, I'm a baron. I had a lot of money before you guys destroyed my city. Mm-hmm. Right. That's I, like, okay. All right. Fine. However, when then the next bit right after that was another long lost character from Civil War. Sharon Carter, who also is like fucking rich and loaded and steals art. And like, like I was like, all right, they can't all be rich secretly, (laughs) like off screen. Well, dude, it just, it's starting to feel weird. It makes every plot a little bit easier, right? Like it's like, Hey, I have resources that'll, that'll, that's what I meant. That I think that was why I I tuned in. Cause it was like, Oh, so you also have a great fucking place to, a great Airbnb at this city as well. well. And, and that, you know? and that <laughs> also may more imply that she is the power broker, which is the running, which I almost think might be a little too on the nose, but, but perhaps not. Uh, but that would make a little bit more sense. See, I'm just stupid. I didn't even I yeah. didn't think about that at all. Nah. I mean, she's the only other cat. Yeah, dude, it's Kingpin. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're going to bring oh, him in. They're going to bring God. him in. Being played by, uh, I don't know. Is there any fat actors anymore? God, I don't really, I don't even think there are. I can't, I can't think of like a fat character actor. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> well, I'm trying to think of like, like somebody who, I was trying to think of a joke of somebody who played Kingpin. We have a conversation, I'm like, oh, they're pretty fat. Well, hang on, let, let, let's think about, <laughs> well, the guy who plays Kingpin would play Kingpin, fucking Vincent Donofrio. Oh, yeah, that's, from... that's true. That's true. I forgot, that, I completely forgot that that happened. <laughs> you well, just hang on, we need a fat you. guy. <laughs> You're like, oh, who's fat? Who can we... Yeah. Make Kingpin. Uh, well, what, what's what's uh, uh, Russell Crowe up to? He's the he's the fat. He's still got that unhinged weight <laughs> from that movie, Unhinged. Oh. Yeah. Um, well, right. What um, else? I do. So I. I'm sorry. I, I I don't. I'm having a hard time with this one. A harder time with this. And I said it. You know after. WandaVision, I was excited for this for pretty much all the reasons that I've said I like it, which is just that it has continued it. And it is, Mm. I think character-wise, it is continuing 
the next step for those characters. I mean, for, for, you know, I, I, I'm seeing things that are written about like, you know, is, is the handling of therapy in Falcon and the Winter Soldier really an accurate portrayal? And I'm like, I don't know, right. probably not. You know, I don't know what that's like, you know, uh, military trauma therapy right. is like. However, in the Marvel movies where they just p- were punching the big purple guy a second ago, um, in- it's interesting yeah. to me that then, yeah, we're going to sit in the room with the guy who was, you know, gets to kills people when people say a bunch of words in yeah. a row, you know, like, yeah, this is interesting. All right, yeah, let's figure it out. Look at him. He, he's, he's, of course, he's fucked up from all that. And the movies didn't have, take a second from pretty much the moment they introduced him in, in a uh, winter soldier. They didn't really ever like stop and go, you know, oh shit. Yeah. He would be really, yeah. fucked up. you know, I mean, in, in civil war, he's a little bit like, I remember all of the people I've killed, which that was obviously our tee up for kind of the, the follow through in this one where he's going down the list and he remembers everyone he's wronged. But like, of course, yeah, I, I guess I'm just, I guess what I'm saying is like, I, I, I'm, you gotta, you have to congratulate. You just have to with this stuff. Cause yeah. I don't think you it has nothing on its mind. Yeah, no, no, I, I, yeah. I agree. And I, I think that it's got, um, very much feels like I, it's very funny the way that you say it, like it continues it. But it, it totally continues it. Like, these do feel like next chapters for these characters. It doesn't feel like we're retreading over more um, Winter Soldier stuff. It does feel like this is kind of... I agree. You know, everybody's, got the, everybody's got their arc. Uh, Sam Wilson has perfect, amazing posture. Every room that he walks into, his <laughs> shoulders are perfectly square and wonderful. Like, he's a deadlift goddamn champion. He's really good in this, too. So I, good in this, man. I, I always like, was like... He's like, you know what? Can I... Can fine I, with him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I... Sorry. No, well, I was just going to say, like, I think that he understands the stakes here, like, more than anyone else. Like, he's got the kind of ha-ha, jokey, jokey, whatever. But I think that he, I, I mean, much like like uh, Sam Wilson, he's been handed the shield in this moment, and he yeah. has risen to the fucking occasion in a way that, like, yeah. I, I don't think anybody else in this, like, anyone else in the Marvel Universe is, is like, up to him. Um I'm really, really curious to see where this goes. <laughs> like, I can't sing Anthony Mackie's praises enough in this thing. He's just yeah. like, he's cat, man. He's got that, like, kind of, like, focused, confident, like, caring, same energy that, um, uh, oh, my yeah. God. Chris, Chris Evans. Evans brings. Good Lord. I'm sorry, please. Steven Rogers. No, that was it. And I don't even mean that in some way, like... I don't mean to be super like passive about like, oh, I thought he was fine before, but I just, I think, I mean, it's, it's, this is, it probably isn't even really like some big revelation. This is the kind of the first one he's given like a real yeah. chance to be like the, the, you know, yeah. tent pole character of the thing. And I, and he really, I really do think he's doing a good job, yeah. especially in this last episode when he was talking with Carly, I was like, all right, I see it. Yep. 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 Yeah. They need to do something it. about that costume though. When he shows up, yeah. when he shows up to face Carly, yeah, he's like, a little you, you, threatened my, yeah. <laughs> you threatened my sister? He's, it's like, all right, dude. He's in like a big, it looks like he's got a big, he looks like, like he's in Spy Kids. winter jacket on. <laughs> it looks like he's Spy Kids 3D. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the one, he's, he's in the fucking game. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's doing a fantastic fair, I think Winter Soldier looks fucking weird in this one, too, with his like sleeveless leather turtleneck yeah. or whatever <laughs> they have him in. Yeah, that's kind of weird. I'm like, what was the style design? What happened? So I want to talk about the villains a little bit. Um, I don't really feel... This is another... I mean, this is the MCU problem. We talk about this all the time. But I, I don't really feel like they are investing in their villains in a way that 
matters. I feel like they've given scenes to to these these like tertiary flag smasher characters, but I don't really feel like anything is being um like committed to memory, you know what I mean? It's just kind of like giving the guys their moment. Um like for instance, I I I saw the the uh there was like an interview. Um god, it, it might have been like I don't know. It, it, it was one of those it was it was trade website and it was interviewing someone that they said was the star of uh Captain America and the Winter Soldier. And it was one of her like lackeys, not not like the Italian looking dude, but like the long haired sort of like a like Asian looking guy. And I was like, this guy is doing a good job. I don't want to like shit on him, but I don't know if I would ever call this guy the star, like a star of the show. You know what I mean? Like the the, the show just doesn't give them like that kind of reverence. Like I, I haven't even I don't even know half their names. Uh, you know, the. Yeah, you know what it is, man. I I don't I don't know. It's it's interested in consequence and it's interested in world repercussions, but you I think you end up finding like okay, like the char- like the main character, the Avengers. They're there to react. They're there to answer questions. They're there to be our what if they were up against this? How to how does a superhero, you know, deal with mm-hmm. that you know and how do you how does a good person navigate this particular conflict right and there's kind of always something to do there right there's like an answer to that and i think a lot of the times because of that because it's it's and it, as it should be but because it's like setting up a new question or a new uh reckoning for an avenger character the bad guys end up feeling like truly just an extension of the question that it's raising like it's not so much like this a person who we get and we really get it and it's yeah they reflect you know themes reflect in the villains it it doesn't feel like the themes reflect in the villains so much as the villains are the themes and are like coming to literally confront the character um and and it's across the board and that seems to be the marvel approach yeah yeah and it's not you know it's it's hard because i do think Two, that there's a little bit of, like, funny, I don't know, like, what exactly are people asking for? I think that, you know, it's good to listen to the gut instinct that a lot of the times this is happening, where there's villains in these movies and these stories, where people go, like, I don't, like, the villain, there's a villain problem. Everyone says it all the time about Marvel. There's, Marvel has a villain problem, right? And I, I it's valid, and I, and I, think i probably get that and i feel that way too because it it all feels very temporary and thanos was a great villain but it was you know it took 10 years for us to truly like have that guy because even loki was a little bit ended up being a blip on the screen you know he ends up being a fun side character rather than like a true antagonist because even in avengers he was working for thanos you know what i mean right but anyway point point being i think sometimes i'm like is he the main bad guy in thor one uh no, no. He's like perhaps antagonistic, but he's sort mm. of going through his his like, oh, I'm not Odin's real son. Like that he's sort of having that happen. And then I think they fight at the end because I think he he isn't he the one who like releases the thing, the destroyer. Sure, yeah. yeah I guess he's the villain. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's the villain. In the yeah. Um, well, listen, he's not the villain, but he he does antagonistic things, and and while he does have a secondary arc, um, and they do have a confrontation at the end. Uh, <laughs> he is hmm. not the villain. <laughs> hmm. yeah. Um but I guess uh yeah, I don't know. I guess what I'm what I'm pecking at is that sometimes I will say to not be completely dismissive of 
villains that are simply extensions of a thematic conflict or question that is being risen for the for the good guy because okay that's not like wrong uh, but i do think you you know when i mean dude it's it's shall we shall Dance. we talk about the dark knight for a second like mm-hmm. i don't know like the joker is i mean everything we just said for fuck's sake i mean he's not a guy we're not right. even like you're not even watching and maybe it's it can come down to something as tangible slash nebulous as the actor that is doing it and the performance that you're specifically watching happen. But like that dude is the literal, I mean, not even just the Joker as a character in, at a, in a whole, but like in a whole, but you know what I mean? Mm. As a, as a whole thing. But in that movie specifically, he is fucking, he might as well have the theme. Yeah. He is the agent of chaos and he is specifically a, question mark for batman and and that's the movie that we're watching right but there's so, something so, yes, but you know when it's memorable it's not, i don't know it's not a that just illustrates that it's not a catch-all bad thing to do when you're doing no. anything because you know obviously his performance is compelling in that and uh you know he's just fun to watch beyond the the, the performance like whenever he yeah, comes sometimes around, that's you know, it man. that's gonna happen um and, and I, I think it's the thing of these flag smashers i don't really feel like have an a a very clear aesthetic that i think is very interesting um even like you know the the hockey masks with the paint on them like it's all very uh uh i i don't know just like done. the problem is you're also not understanding functionally what they're doing so there's a million layers of it's what's going on very because yeah. even when i talk about the joker as a embodiment a not barely a person not he's not a person you're not watching someone make decisions and and think thoughts right and he's not arguing with batman he's Mm -hmm. just like there he's in each scene you know and uh but but what you track is that the crime families are trying are fucking suffering because of batman he's cleaning them all out they're going after their money in the banks and the joker is saying hey i'm crazy and i'll fix this problem for you I'll kill Batman for you, and I want a bunch of money so that I can keep fucking the world up however I so choose. You track that pretty simply, right? And then it doesn't matter. So, and I think something that's been happening, as we've talked about with this, that it took until this episode for me to get that they're like... But even even to that end, man, I don't really understand functionally what they're trying to do. I don't understand why did they blow that building up? They had supplies that they weren't giving to people. What does that mean, exactly? Like, Right. And that, well, you, that's, you know what that's, I mean? But that's what, that's what I mean, where it's... They're really trying to to develop these characters out and show, I guess, like a, a moral failing or show Carly at a crossroads of, you know, do I keep going down this path or, or uh, can, can, can Sam uh, yeah, save her? Yeah, that was her? interesting. But, but that's, it was interesting but that's when she I mean, was like, no, you like, tricked me to sound bad, you know? And like, I was yeah. like, okay, I, like I'm, I'm tracking the like, the unwillingness to be what she is. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And I also find her extremely fine. Uh, I, I don't know. She's just not not like really burning it up for me. I, I just told I don't tw- quite get like what what drives her. I like I get the whole maybe it's maybe it's the fact that like I don't find that kind of character appealing because she is just like it's naive kid a little bit like I'll, I'll, I mean, a, yeah. a, it's a naive kid a lot of it. Um, and that's that's like that vulnerability is very much a big part of it. But I guess it's just like every time that I see her, it's just like, oh, oh I just don't know what to do. It's like that's every that's every single man. scene because it's like there's this there's an instinct I think when you're when you're jumping into a story like this and it's as complicated as it is um, and and maybe when the answer 
to what they're mad about is so simple. Let's talk about Baron Zemo in the fuck in Civil War. Mm-hmm. Like you don't you don't know who he is or why he's mad at them until the end of the movie, basically. Right. You don't realize that he right isn't if I'm if I remember correctly, you don't even know that he's from Sokovia or whatever, right? Like uh, yeah, I, not I would, Sokovia. Uh, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Right? Isn't that where she's? One of those Isn't places, that where whatever. Wandavision's from whatever. However, he was wronged. I, I oh don't. My God, think I'm that, calling know. her Wandavision now. I'm just like going to call fucking Elsa Frozen. Oh dude? my God. <laughs> <laughs> I want to dress up as Frozen. That's so funny. That uh, it's so funny that like three year olds do that and eighty nine year olds do that. Call Elsa yeah. Frozen. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, what I guess what I was getting at was like, it, it's. I remember even having an experience with Zemo in that movie. Where I was kind of like, okay, like, I guess yeah. he's mad about, you know, he was one, he's an individual who happened to live at the place where they fucked it all up with Ultron, you know, and they, he lost his family and now he's mad about that. He's trying to break him up. Like, neat. It's funny. We're hitting this point. I don't know if this is maybe something that's temporary in uh, the larger experience we're having with these movies that we're watching, but... I'm starting to feel that I'm I'm more hungry for like up front in the movie in the show show me exactly who this person is and why they're upset in the way right. that they are because to me that makes every clash m- more interesting. I'm not less worried about what the fuck's going to happen. Yeah. If anything, sometimes you're like, well, I'm worried, you know, they're going to punch the bad guy too hard. Look, and then he's he's not going to be able to, you know, I want it help his family anymore. I, I, don't, I want like, every movie I see. I want it to be like the Texas Roadhouse. When I walk in, I want you to show me the stakes. I want to know what's going yeah, on. Show I want me the stakes. I point. I say that that theme, please. Yeah, More of that. that theme. But so, but I, you know, and I know that there's like I, there's the aversion to spoon feeding, and the, and there's a big people got a real fucking. I speak for yourself. Like, I love spoon feeding. Spoon feed me yeah. away. Slap a bib on have me. You, yeah. Have you ever been spoon fed? It's, fantastic. it's freeing. You can do whatever you want with your hands. Um, yeah. So I, I do think that. So an interesting counterpoint. I just rewatched the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean the first three movies. Um, mm-hmm. That first one is is brilliant, fantastic. One one of the best like family adventure. You really movies. just buried the lead too. You're like, I just watched the um, Pirates of the Caribbean first three. Yeah, and I, I, <laughs> you really really just hiding that you just casually watched. All oh, three we were just Pirates banging them out. Caribbean <laughs> well, because I watched that first one and I was just like, wow, this is great. I need to watch more of this. Um, and that second and third one, I guess maybe get caught up in that era's. Uh, like franchise itis, but it's doing a yeah. lot of what a bad sequel does, where it just like talks about new proper nouns that you don't know about yet. Um, mm-hmm. And this show, this show manages to avoid that. But I, I think that that's like a similar thing to 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 what you're talking about, where it's just like I really, really want to be invested in what's going on, yeah. but not on. I don't want to have to do that on rewatch. Like I want you to, I want you to tell me what's going on. So when they start talking about like the pieces of eight in like Pirates of Three, you're just like truly baffled. Yeah. You're like, what? Yeah. Um, where is the sky box? Yeah. Bring me the water stone. He's one of the seven pirate lords. Like what the fuck is going on? <laughs> And it's, I mean, dude, it is, it's all of it's a fucking tightrope because it's like, again, functionally, you sometimes come up against the wall of like, well, how the fuck are you supposed to introduce stuff? Right. But I I think in 
I because I hear you, and I I, I agree with that too. I think so. Well, hang on. I if I, <laughs> how do you introduce things if you can't talk about them cryptically for an hour and a half before explicitly telling you, know, you what yeah, they I, are? I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Yeah, because I, I think, and I've said this before, but it's it's perhaps a symptom of the media apocalypse. LOL. But this is from 2007. Satan, you know, we've said it a lot. I guess, but I'm I'm talking about my my attitude. Oh, okay, right okay, now. okay. And even your attitude in this rewatch of them, you got to factor that in because you're having this isn't like necessarily how you felt the first time you saw it when you saw oh, it. I loved it. But I'm having this similar thing where it's like I rewatch stuff and I'm like, no, I want you to tell me pretty much, not spoon feed me, but you can give me reasons to give a shit up front right. that aren't like I'm there are so many mystery elements of so many different things right now in all in movies and shows that like sometimes I don't want every single thing that I watch to have like a, Ooh, well, I wonder why that is. Oh, I wonder like, well, we don't know their motivations yet. And I'm like, I, but I want to, I don't care. I know you saying that. And that's supposed to be like a thing that's tantalizing me and making me lean mm-hmm. in. But if anything, I'm leaning back. Cause I'm just like, uh, you know, okay. You know, they're blowing shit up. Yeah, it, why? I just like, let me know. I'm not like, I'm not, it's and it's a it's you know it's the difference between an interested why and uh like frustrated yeah like get you know? please get to it because this is like a, I, I mean it's it's a bit like a connecting puzzle piece um where it's just that why is why is this missing in particular uh and and I think that it can be effective and I think it's effective especially for um the, the particular fandom that they have right that love love to discuss mystery love to discuss identity um. You put somebody behind a mask. Yeah, like yeah, who, yeah. Like who, who could this be? What's their deal? Like let me look Ooh, into the comics. Yeah. yeah. So that that's very much an element of this in particular that I think that they they might be highly aware of. But I know what you mean. Where mm-hmm. I do kind of have that yearning for more high con, and I, I do think it's like a. It, I see it more. I feel it's like smarter movies in like or and I use that term very loosely. But you know, movies that are a little a little bit more um, like high concept, maybe a little bit more critically appreciated. Where you're kind of something mm. like I don't know, like a Coen Brothers movie comes to mind. I feel like very infrequently you're confused about the motivations of a character in in any given Coen Brothers movie. I feel like it's pretty much like you you, you have a concept, um, and and the, the joy is watching the yeah, narrative play the out and 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 the interaction right um, and the interplay therein, like the the horrible uh, scenario occur. Um, and you're like intrigued, yeah. though. You're like, you're like, well, this is because and it is a thing that's like when there's so much. I don't know when there's like a confidence in what you're watching and you can feel that behind it, there is like a really, there's just a very confident hand being like this, that this matters. And I promise it matters. And it's hard with sometimes something like this high concept stuff. Again, you know, give them credit for the, the crazy checklist that comes along with, with writing anything like this, but like high concept as in like many moving parts, like MCU kind of thing. MCU. But I, what I meant, I did mean, though, more like, you know, world at stake. Everything's different after half the population disappeared for five years. You know, there's sometimes like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. No, I I think I know. I think I know what you're You're, saying. Where there is the the lack of a confident hand is like, hey, this, this matters, I think. Um, because <laughs> but like I think this, this, yeah, and we what can't it really is, make it, make it a sure vote of confidence that this matters because someone else might change that later down the line. But do you know what it might be succinctly is that we've been told this matters in this genre every yeah. single time in a, in the same way. And it, it ends up mattering for the same reason. It's, you know, someone's trying to disrupt the world order and it's bad, mm-hmm. you know, or, and, and that tends to be, you know, and we're told, yeah, of course that matters. Right. The, the, the aversion now is that when, when you're 
25 projects into this long running story, the next world event thing, we're kind of like, yeah, I don't know. Right. They've done okay so far, you know, like mm-hmm. <laughs> this isn't, I'm pretty sure this won't be the one where you guys stop making money. <laughs> <laughs> I do, uh, I do want to talk about these shows politics really quick before we, before we move on. Um, for because it. this is something that I find really interesting about this show is that it's, it, it's a step towards progressivism. Definitely. But I think it's definitely still mired in like, or mired, like mired in like uh, liberalism. So for instance, we have, we have this call between Carly and Sam's sister. And they're kind of talking to each other. They talk to each other about Captain America. And she's like, my country doesn't give a fuck about me. That co- that doesn't represent me. Um, he's not working with Captain America. Like that's not really, even if it, it's, it's not even that that's not really Captain America. It's that I don't give a shit if that's Captain America because I, I live a, a world apart. Presumably, you know, because she's yeah. blipped, but also because she's, she's a black woman in America, um, which is like, and you know, they, they, they've done that kind of commentary on the show a couple times, like the, the black yeah. uh, Captain America line in the first episode. Um, I mean, honestly, yeah. like the, the Tuskegee experiments, uh, uh, parallel with the, you know, the, the elderly black super soldier, I forget the, the guy's name. Um, but, but then you have, but then you have stuff like Carly who, you know, is what's changed the world. It's like, Hey, I just can't get down with the way that you're doing it. Like, Hey, just like, you just being too violent. You know what I mean? Like it's still Mm -hmm. got this air of like, Hey, revolution's probably bad. So, you know, like, but we got to figure out an incremental way to solve this. It's like, I'm glad you said very comfortable for the new world for like the, the powerful world order, huh? That, which I mean, which is her point, right? Like, is ultimately the point of any given terrorist in a movie. But they just make it very, very, very careful to like to to present her situation in a way that makes her cause unsympathetic. I'm sorry. What were you saying? No, I, I agree. I, 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 you know, had a a, a perk up at that moment. I was kind of like, hmm, what's our hmm. position? What's the what's the show's position? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like. Because yeah, like it, it it traffics in these these like radical uh, um, uh, social justice elements, and I and I don't use that like in, in a in a derogatory way because I do think that it's like I, yeah, I no. love hearing these things. I like hearing these things, and I think that they're good. But I think like once you start to drill down to the revolutionary politics at the core of something like like racial justice, you're gonna find that um, uh, antagonism with the, with the powers that be, and including violent sometimes deadly antagonism is historically necessary <laughs> to change things. Yeah. But you know, whatever we'll see what, we'll see yeah, what the yeah. show has to say on Disney. It, it Plus. does have a little weird. There, there's a, there's a, there's a slight, uh, conflicting viewpoint there. There's like a, there's a, mm-hmm. it's, it's the not too much thing, you know? Yeah. It's very much the Disney. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, come on, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to fucking say it. Uh, it varies very much like the Disney hand, the corporate hand behind it all. Of you could be entertained yeah. by this, we'll gla- we'll glad hand to social justice issues, but we'll we'll never actually co-sign revolutionary uh, politics, which is fine. I don't expect them and to, and I don't expect that I from mean, my MCU. I never did. I didn't expect anything about like anything. You know what's in the hard though too that they're doing. Back to functionally as just a story that is a that is a linear, you know, good guys versus bad guys. They've established in most things and especially in the mcu there's a lot of this like you know revolutionary is the bad guy person or Mm -hmm. someone who really someone who just wants to you know they want to disrupt everything they want to tear everything down and and build it back up or whatever um there's by sheer virtue of the good guys needing to be right they're never when you set that up as that's who your bad guy is and and you're seeing 
in their point of view reflections of uh, very recent, like, like as you said, like social justice uh, right. uh, conflicts and, and battling uh, opinions and voices of how what's the right and wrong way to go about this or that or to get this change. Oh, I mean, for, that for the, like, let's talk about and Black then, Panther. Like, that's the whole point of it, right? Like, what if we gave black people mm-hmm. guns? Like, what if we gave black people technological guns and they flipped the script? And like a lot of a lot of um, people who are a lot further left were like, that movie's fucking evil. <laughs> and and but if you watch mm-hmm. it in context, like they they they'd be very careful to say like, hey, actually, you know, if these guns get out. It's not that's not what's going to happen. Like here's what's uh, they they set up a straw man for the for the revolutionary um, like aspect of it, right? Like they they control every aspect of what it's going to look that. like. I didn't quite follow this one. Basically, like they they do things. Like they set up a straw man for what the revolutionary is going to look like, right? So when you do a straw man argument, you're like inventing a uh, like an, an enemy to tear apart that has certain flaws that they might not actually have. That you're just inventing and then tear apart in your argument to to be correct. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they 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 do that a lot when they dabble in anything that has revolutionary politics, like in Black Panther, you know, where he was saying like we're going to export this this highly advanced technology to low income neighborhoods of black people live in the ghetto across the world because of, you know, racial segregation and just see what the fuck happens and flip the script. And, um, like, but the, the movie takes pains to go like that actually would be quite bad for everyone involved, black people, white people, everyone. It would just be a fucking chaos. Uh, but, mm-hmm. but is that the case? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I like there was, there were some people raising it at the time of like, Hey, that's kind of evil. Cause I don't think that would be the case. What, what, what are the, I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, but like, that's not- again, it's fallen into the same thing that of what I, how I said it, like where it's like when you're going to dip into that, that's your if anything, there's a fundamental weirdness about setting up conceptually that that's your bad guy. Right. And like because because you're setting up that we have to the movie has to. Yes. Like, yeah, for however this, close this to getting right to, be to being right. Yeah. Right. You, you are, you're setting up that that person has to be wrong. And so we're going to need to make this seem wrong. Like, that's just because that's how we've set it up. It's a good guys versus bad guys thing. Yeah. You know, and, and the, the, in this genre and superhero genre in general, it's not like normal action movies where they just fucking kill the bad guy and that's the end of it. Like, fuck you, you die because we disagree with right. you. It's like, it has to be a little like, maybe he wasn't that wrong. And that's as far as they're willing to go, which let's maybe circle around. That's maybe not even the worst agenda it's not the worst to introduce well, to say like well but it's still wrong because sure. we're disney but it's also like but he wasn't that wrong was he like it's, look at that it's liberal can't, can't you sympathize it's liberal incrementalism right which uh, i mean not for nothing but martin luther king identifies as the enemy of absolute progress but uh it's it's like perfectly safe liberal inter- incrementalism where we just inch you know we we move the dial forward like now sam has changed like he's changed and maybe now he's a little bit more uh like understanding where he was before. And I guess the idea of the project is that so are you as audiences, like over time, right? That we just like generally soften over time. Um, Mm. It's just so funny that I think like superhero shit and just the inherent like fascistness that's at like what it means to be an Ubermensch, which is kind of explored in this, in this, in this series. um, I feel like it's ultimately going to lead people to like political reawakening or like revolution. (laughs) Like the uh, understanding yeah. this obsessiveness or this obsession with like superhero shit uh, as like a cry for for uh, actual societal change. I don't know. It's just it's curious. It's interesting stuff. 
It's interesting because it's it seems more what should happen is something that's like you know uh, I don't know Captain America or whatever we're like you, you, I mean that Civil War movie where it's like I feel like the movie does a weird job of trying to keep him being right because it's like in the objective yeah. outside of the movie world I'm kind of like he's wrong. Huh. Right. What? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, actually, that's pretty fucking scary. Regulation. But, yeah, yeah. But in the movie, like, it's almost like that's the more, uh, what am I trying to well, say? Yeah, it's straw man. When you, it's, if you set up like, that, they, they, if the revolutionary was the main person, there would be more of a, like, let's actually make this the right way to yeah. think or be, you know? And it's, and it's, it is, you're, you're right. There's something weird in, like, like, this, this show specifically, it's something. There's something weird about the conversation of like, you know, yeah, but now you've you've got you know you've done something wrong. I can't well, what, whatever he says of like I can't get on. I can't get on with, with how the you're way doing that you're it doing it. Yeah, like I, I agree with your fight. Like, I I like your fight. I can't get with how you're fighting it. And it's like a word. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know because like I feel yeah. like that's what I hear uh, from you know whatever. That's just kind of what I. The, the, here we go. No, Bernie, I mean, Bernie Sanders campaign it. I, all over fuck again. Um, but anyway, <laughs> yeah. I, I I had a similar like like confused sort of like huh yeah that feels like I've heard that said when it's the in on the wrong side From of a lot awful, of arguments. Stupid idiots. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I I do think that the reason why it stands out so much is because it's the furthest they've ever gone. It's the most like. Obs- yeah. objectively progressive stance i think that the the mcu at large has taken and i think that by by virtue of doing that it's kind of like hey okay well then maybe show your id show your credentials put up a shout out let me see what you have actually have to say about the issue um and you know it turns out it's just kind of like a bit of lip service but i don't, but yeah. also i, I don't want to i really don't want to like as a white guy um i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to play this role real quick but i really don't want to undercut that like these black characters saying these extremely um, pro-black things on a television show, it's probably a good thing. You know what I mean? Like, there's probably out there probably like, <laughs> fuck yeah, that's great, that's awesome. And although I, at my heart of hearts, I think that it's just like, you know, lib placationary bullshit, like, I do think that that, like, pop of just pure self-confidence or maybe just, like, just excitement to see something that you feel truly, like, reflected on screen Um as a, as a black person, like I don't want to act like I understand or want to undercut or undervalue that at all. So if you feel that way, that's great. I don't want to act like yeah, that's not a like valid ever, way to that's, feel. That's just that's it's we're having a tricky time navigating separating the things that we are and are not talking about yeah. in regards well, do, to the I, show. And I, it's I, like but point I, of I view. said the exact I said the exact same thing about Captain Marvel though. You know what I mean? Where I'm like I think yeah. that this was just like a fucking whatever studio cape shit movie. By the numbers, but like if there's some little girl out there that's like, I'm Captain Marvel, I'm the superhero, and this this makes me happy. It's like I can't. How could I ever, you know, de- or act like that has no value? Yeah. And I'm um, not quite. Bar- I'm, I'm never quite knocking at that door of the like. It's bullshit for them to even venture into this territory. For me, it's when I can feel the moral of it being a <laughs> you're little like, off you're, you're rubbing up against like, your your stockholders' uh, politics here. Like you're, it, you're really rubbing up against it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it's, funky. It was yeah. It felt funky just right in that moment, right in that moment. And I think it's again, what's frustrating is that in the story of the show, I also watching this thing where she is not the good guy of the show. I'm like, 
yeah, why the fuck did she blow up that building of people? Like, right. What? Like that was evil. I was just like, mm-hmm. why the, 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 the arguments out the window now. Right. Right. Like, uh, but we, we can't, we, but then we, we don't have the luxury of not getting our hands dirty. It's like, wh- why not? Who's, <laughs> who's like betraying yeah, and you and the, killing your friends? The problem like, is not- then, then you're having that thing that in the functional plot of this Marvel superhero television show is then being spoken about with similar language that we've heard in real life recently applied to the just the wrong shit. It's it's yeah. we've heard that those words said to the wrong thing very recently that then to me that kind of confuses it and I feel like that's a weird am I making sense like it's it's yeah. because in the show I agree with him that it's like yeah but you you didn't need to blow that building up and kill all those people. You got the stuff. If the argument was like I don't agree with you stealing those supplies from the government, maybe we would all be a little more like well, that's now you're all the yeah. way in the bad zone there. Hold on a second. <laughs> hold your hold the phone, Captain America. But when it's like, yeah, in the in the movie, we watched them not have to blow the building up, and she right. kills people for for not. She didn't have to. And it, yeah. and then, at, but then at the, the risk argument of too sympathetic. Yeah, and then you're hearing though a very a, just a very similar argument to things that d- do. I, I don't know. Am I making sense? I feel like I'm, 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 no, man, um, I, 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 I feel you. Um, and I do think that it's, it's, it's a funky feeling of getting propaganda, <laughs> like feeling actively like, Oh, that was propaganda that I just watched. Or like, where there was an element of that that was like heavily influenced by, I, I don't know, like someone's overt politics or someone's like specific interest. And that's funny. You do, you just need to learn how to, um, like navigate life and see those things and go, huh, I guess that's an element of the world that I live in. And then kind of just hope that it doesn't, yeah, you know, like I plant think, a seed in people's minds of like, well, actually, you know, I think what frustrates me is when in this show too, I feel like what's happened is that it's, it's kind of just what I keep saying that it's, it has successfully confused that he is not in this story wrong Right. about what he's saying about this revolutionary who wants change and who feels not listened to and, and is dealing with a bad hand and has the justification of the anger and this and that, and that there needs to be something that's done that's going to make people listen. But then the show has made that like what they are doing, like inarguably the, on the bad guy side that you're that right. you're like, oh, well now you've fucked the like, the conversation has become strange now because because you've the example you've given us is not an appropriate one. Does right. that make is that yeah? Well, does that sound that, right? I, that is the straw man. That's that's what I'm talking about. Where they yeah, like they right, create yeah. they create this entire other you know, and I guess you could say this a, a similar thing about the John Walker character who is who is like uh, Johnny Johnny government, but not not the real government. You know, just the bad parts. And it's like, well, so who does he represent? What is he supposed to be actually? Because Sam is the military, and the military is good. Yeah. And John Walker is, I guess, the new military. I, I don't I don't quite like. This is why people call the MC <laughs> the MCU like propaganda. Um, it's just it's elements like this. And but but for me, I don't see it as insidious propaganda. I see it as a symptom of like a of like a already propagandized society like just right like you know it's it's it self-replicates it self-replicates itself in our media at this point um patriotism yeah, and it's like, hard because 
Sorry, it's hard to know when we're when we're looking in the wrong direction as well. Because like, is that really what it's up to with like the military's good, but not this version of it? Like, I don't even know if it's trying to. Well, no, that's say and that's, that. that's what I I'm saying. Just, it's not, it's uh, just like it's just elements of it that worm their way into like you know into all media. Like, what what is the military? What is he supposed to represent exactly? I guess is he the military? Is he the United States? John Walker? Like, what is he agent of? I think it's I think it's like a status quo America thing because they kind of kind of how they keep talking about you know and and I I do well, think it's probably it, it can be before, as simple as the as the the white man attitude and he's just an embody he's a symbol of like you know a bad a bad yeah, attitude. I guess I'm just confused what his this this doesn't really matter but like what his authority is like because he does he work is he a military agent right because Captain America was just like an Avenger who was rogue. And, or, Which, and sometimes it's funny, you know, we got them like sitting, we got to see Sam in a bank, try to get a loan and we've gotten that micro, but still I have no answer about like, what the fuck were the Avengers? What were they? Yeah. How was that? Like, was it, how was it allowed before the robot? I don't understand. Like who were they talking with? Were they working with anyone? Yeah. Were they ever, were, was there any sort of like, like agreement between the government and them that like yeah we'll, well step that's, in that's when what, this and that that's happens what, like that's what avengers 2 is all about right like they they kind of set off and make their own uh, uh they use money to to do the building and operate uh by themselves and then avengers 2 happens leads into civil war and there's that whole thing and then by the then after that like the thanos shit happens and i guess they never really quite have a chance to negotiate with that i don't know yeah, yeah. look we gotta, I guess we gotta just... land we gotta land this bird i'm starting to run out of fuel me too. Um, yeah. Is there anything else you want to say about Captain America? I can't play any games. I'm not playing any fucking games with you people. No. Read a book. No, I'm tired too. Um, Put on a different podcast after this. Wait, what? Don't tell them that. Yeah. There's no other podcast. That's what he meant. There's to a say. couple other podcasts. Nah, they're all gone. They're all gone. They took them down. Don't look. Yeah. There's this one. It's just this one. <laughs> Better take all your other Patreon subs, move them to this one because yeah. last one, folks. Yeah, and don't Conservation. check. Can't stress that enough. You don't need to double check this. Um, I'm very curious to see where this is going to go in the end. I, I guess we there's there's actually a lot we didn't we didn't touch on like story elements like the the berserker moment at the end. Um, you oh, know, yeah. elements of like superpowers <laughs> make you who you actually were. Um, so it, there there's some ele- there's some themes that they're trying to explore here. Um, the ending of this genuinely shocked me. I will say that before we go. Yeah, uh, I, I don't think I was ready for that. And, and they did it very MCU. Like it wasn't actually a brutal kill. It wasn't the right. boys. Um, right. But, it, you know, like the, but the way that they the shot it off? and what they were what they were. Impl- I think they implied that he more or less did, um, which is tasteful. Because like even when when anyone dies, like even when Battlestar gets punched, which is also very funny. Right. That it's like, hey, we're all fighting, presumably to the death, but then someone dies and we all stop fighting for some yeah, reason. Yeah, like, I, I thought that, too. Like, what did they think was going to happen? That it was just going to be, like, a subdued, like, right, arrest like, oh, kind of oh thing? God. Or, like, yeah, but they is, is all... Ricky, is Billy hurt? Oh, my God. The problem with that was that they had said, like, two seconds before that they were going to kill Captain America. Like, right. They literally say those words. It wasn't like it was even up for grabs. So that was interesting. But, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I, it, it, that was that's crazy. I did also, <laughs> I mean, that was brutal. It was crazy, and and it was nuts. Yeah, it was nuts. But I was immediately reminded of Steve Rogers in the first Avengers picking up a machine gun and shooting 
the people on the <laughs> helicarrier. And maybe I don't know. He might just do it to like scare them away. I don't remember exactly what happens, but like I remember and even in in Winter Soldier and stuff, when he like drops onto the boat, I'm like, is he not killing those people? Is he, are they <laughs> Are they all they when he kicks the guy into the ocean? That guy's okay. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think <laughs> so. I don't know. I was a little like, this is kind of funny that we've we've we're like, oh no, you know, right. he killed one of the sympathetic bad guys. Right. It's very you funny know? to think of Bucky crying. He's like, I didn't want to kill all those people. I wanted to kill different people. Yeah, they didn't let me kill the people I wanted to kill. Yeah. Well, Cash is. Like, I mean, just kill. yeah. And it's not yeah. even like I'm talking about like Cap, like in war Cap. I'm talking about like secret mission agent Cap. Oh, yeah. Who was just like bopping around the earth, stopping other organizations with other motives. And, and I don't know, maybe I guess those were all, they were more evil, I guess, because they didn't hey. want to like help anyone. I, I don't hey, man, know. don't think about it. It is very fun. Whenever I see it, like when they walked in with guns, like when, when Captain America's holding a gun in this one, I'm like, oh, my shit. Yeah. I mean, um, he fully uses a gun in different moments in the marvel universe he's yeah. not beyond holding a gun it's a thing he does soldier yeah all right we'll send this bird thanks for, thanks for joining us uh please go www.patreon.com slash reasonable beef we just put up a new one um what was our new one about what did we just do i don't know what we talked about we talked about it, video games it was specific Can we talk about hades was it the hades one yeah shit man okay. I don't, I yeah don't we're talking remember. about we're talking about I, well, cause you got your big switch, yeah, and then we talked, and then we did follow up. We were talking about Hades. Yeah, now my is my little switch. It's my big Game Boy. Big old, as far yeah, as switches go, it's true. actually smaller. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't tell him it was the little switch. We yeah. told him it was the big Game Boy. It's a big um, Game Boy, but it is the little switch. I'm I'm ready for the the bigger Game Boy at the end of this year. All right, folks, thanks for joining us. I can't handle that. Um, we'll we'll we'll, we'll probably do a follow up on this in a couple of weeks. Yeah. What's the um? What is the next project? I know Loki is ha- okay. So yeah, Loki's happening. Looks like early June. So when this wraps up, we'll have about a month and a half. Damn, dude, they're really going for it. And you know what? I'm all right with it so far. Me too. I think Loki looks cool. I'm excited I think, for it. I think it looks very good. All right, bub. Um, we'll do a Goodbye. real movie episode soon. Oscar stuff yeah. is coming up. We need we need to actually watch films. Bah. Bah. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. Goodbye. Bye.